Good morning, saints of the Most High God. I got your team talk of the day. This is Coach Shelby with a word. I pray that you will let it be applicable to your life. It's going to apply one way or the other. You might as well get on God's team and God's side. Amen. And I want to talk to you from Mark chapter four. I might jump over into chapter five. I'm not sure as I head in this beautiful morning to uh, tell folks about Jesus. Amen. In this team talk, I want to I want to remind you of something. You know, the this microwave society that's always looking for a miracle does not understand the ways of God and the ways of God uh, are referred to many times. And in, in this case, Mark chapter four as the sower sowing the word. And we know ultimately that God is the sower. He sowed his son into the world. We know that. But we are a reflection of his son made in the image. If, 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 let me say, if we are born again, the moral likeness of Jesus Christ. It was so therefore we are farmers in this world. And, you know, we understand about receiving the crop and the good things of God and the good things from the earth. But what we don't understand is the process. What we don't understand is that there's a time to find the field. There's a time the Holy Ghost will lead you to the territory that he's called you to. Come on now. Well, he already has. Wherever you're at, it's not a surprise to God you're there. And in that place, there's some brown groundbreaking that goes on. There's some removal of some rubbish and some rocks and some things. There's some churning up of the soil. There's some sinking your plow deep. There's some prayer time. There's some work time. And you might say it's continual. It never stops. Yet there's rest in the ways of God. And once we prepare the ground, we understand the placement of the seed in the ground. The cultivation, the taking care, the, the de-weeding, the tending your garden. We understand these things. But we don't always do them. So do we understand them? You know, we come out and we say a prayer and we expect to eat the crop immediately. And sometimes God is so good that he performs miracles in our life. But the greatest miracle is the ability to stand and withstand and withstand and withstand and stand therefore and continue doing the things of God when it looks like there is no crop for that is the very crop of God. That is the place he's placed you to work some things out of you to create in you a clean heart. Oh, God, flush me, Lord God. Sift me, as my brother says. Shake me and remove every hindrance, Lord God, that would keep me from seeing the slightest detail of your will for my life and my directive this day. I'm willing to churn the ground. I'm willing to tear up the soil. I'm willing to take some hits. I'm even willing to have the scars. My God has his scars. Jesus has his scars for you and me. Because I assure you, there is a season for everything. And I assure you that there's a day that you will sit, take and eat. I promise you, God's word is sure. God has not mocked whatsoever man sowed, that shall he reap. But God's in control of the timing in all of these things, in the work of all these things. You know, as I go in as a coach, that's what I do. It's not who I am. I'm a child of God, proclaiming the message of Jesus Christ. I've had some teams that were in bad shape. And in 26 years of coaching and however many years, probably 15 or 20 of, of being an athlete myself, I realized 
how the word of God applies. I, I've been on places in places to where we had kids straight out of middle school that had to come into a high school program and had to play. They weren't even the best players at the middle school. And they took some hickeys. What I mean by that is they, they took a beating. They got beat up by the schools that were well established, that were groomed, that were that their programs were in order, and they had athletes coming from everywhere. I've been in places where you had to build something. I've been in, it seems like, more of those than I have the other. And those are the greatest times, the greatest blessing, because it's in that building, Tom, that you will lose those that are not committed. You see, it's in the field when you're plowing, digging, removing the rocks and the, the things. That's the place to where you lose those that are not serious, that don't understand what's coming. And so when I talk to the team, I tell them that we are farmers. We have work to do. Maybe we got beat on Friday night. Maybe we got beat on Thursday night. But the only thing that can keep you beat, the only thing that can keep you from receiving your harvest is to quit. To stop doing what God said to do. To stop tilling, to stop praying, to stop plowing, to stop speaking the word of God. Nothing else can stop you. You see, that's the very test. Oh, the devil didn't. No, the devil didn't do it. The devil didn't do it. You did it. You made a decision to stop walking through the things of God. So what? You went 0 and 10. So what? You went 5 and 4, 5 and 5, 9 and 1. So what? The field needs to be tended. We need to continue to sow the seed. The seed is the word of God. Did you hear me? In the field that God has given you at your workplace, at your home, in your neighborhood, in your family, sow the seed of God's word and expect a harvest. And Lord, I, I like to think of that day when I continue to do the work, when this life is finished in this dirt suit, that I stayed steadfast and I withstood and I continued in the ways of God and I continued to gain new ground by the power of the Holy Ghost. But there comes a time to where the harvest comes in and there's an abundance. There's enough to eat year round and year round and year round. Oh, do you catch my drift? Do you hear what I'm saying? This is the word of God. There is a time to where those that mock and laugh and make fun, they're going to come running because you're the only one that has meat in your house. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. There's seed time and there's harvest. God has not mocked whatsoever you sow, my brother, my sister. That shall you reap. I don't care how long it takes. I don't care how many hits you take in the process. I don't care. But those hits, see, God said he won't, he won't put more on you than you can bear. He won't allow more on his children than they can bear. You're right where you need to be. You've been hit right where you need to be hit. <laughs> keep on sowing. Keep on tilling. Keep on plowing. Keep on expecting. Because there's better days ahead. I, I'm sure, I assure you there's better days ahead. When you see Jesus face to face, I said, there's, there's better days ahead. There's better days ahead. My brother, my sister, go. This is your team talk. Go. Maybe you didn't win the big game, whatever that means in your life today. It ain't over. If you hear the sound of my voice, it ain't over. It ain't over. I said it ain't over in Jesus' name.